Hello, 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 everyone. It is that time of the week again, and we are back doing a thing. Woo! <laughs> How are you doing today, Corey? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? Doing well. I'm going to be out of town soon. Super excited. Plenty of adventures await on the horizon for me for a whole week. No kids. Meanwhile, I'm going to be no editing man. a bonus pod that we did so I can see how that turns out. Yay, bonus pods. Woo! So I know <laughs> we'll at least have that going up while you're gone. Are you going to be missing two episodes? Well, I leave Tuesday, come back Monday. So you leave Tuesday, come back the following Monday? Yes. Oh, then yeah, you're only going to miss... So yeah, then the bonus pod for the week will be the one that'll come while you're gone. That's it. Cool. You'll there you only go. Miss now, the you guys, one. now you guys know our schedule. Yay! Ooh, now you know the inside scoop, because we didn't decide to talk about it off-air. <laughs> we just had to flush some stuff out, you know? It's getting podcast schedules and all that stuff. It's complicated, guys. Also completely <laughs> forgot to ask until the unopportune time. It's okay. <laughs> but a lot's happened this week. But also not a lot's happened this week. America had a birthday. America did have a birthday. And the news How was your 4th of July? Down. Relaxing. Not really. Pressure washed my driveway. That's what you do. Isn't like pressure washing just so satisfying though? Just like... Watching something so dirty become so clean so instantly in like a nice sweeping motion. I can watch pressure washing videos like all day. I mean, it was nice. I have to do it again because my driveway is already dirty again. But, you know, it happens. <laughs> How was yours? Well, <laughs> it was a bit of an adventure and a little bit of a disappointment. But I was off that day and we got to go to my man's boss's lake house always fun on the fourth by the water having fun really pretty area got to have some barbecue food some like northern quote-unquote barbecue with like burgers and hot dogs and all that good stuff so food was good i got to nibble on the sides <laughs> um when it came time for the fireworks we got like really good seats we we're all ready and then by like 10.30 at night, we gave up. And they never, show, they never shot off the fireworks because of too many, quote-unquote, safety issues. Ah. Uh. Because America. Yeah. You do your explosions safely. Of course. Of so. course. America. Only in America do you have. Never mind. We're not going into that. <laughs> not not today. We're gonna we're gonna stop you right there because we do have a lot we have to talk about today. Um, and I think the best way to start is with a sad thing, and it happened um, early on Sunday morning. The news broke that Cameron Boyce, a Disney Channel star and a star in the Adam Sandler film, Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2, passed away in his sleep at age 20. Um, 
Apparently, he had suffered a seizure, which was a result of an ongoing medical condition that he was seeking treatment for, and he had passed. So it's a sad thing. I mean, definitely sad. I'll be honest. I don't think, aside from grown-ups, I've seen anything he's been in, and it's well, sad, but I honestly well, don't know for, who he is. Well, for me, since I'm, I'm a little bit younger... He was on the Disney Channel TV show Jesse, which stars the girl um, that's in that controversial Netflix uh, series called um, Unsatiable, uh, Debbie Ryan. Um, so they were both on that show, Jesse, and he had a pet kimono dragon. <laughs> um, so I watched a lot of that show, like as like a. Teenager. It was one of the Disney Channel shows I didn't mind watching as I was growing up. Um, so I knew him from that, but I did really enjoy the Grown Ups movie. Yeah, Grown Ups was. So Adam Standler, of course, had commented on it as well too. Um, he he tweeted out on Sunday morning that he was just uh, he was too too young, too sweet, too funny, just the nicest and most talented kid around um so it's it's sad but i mean it's good to see adam sandler like spoke out a little bit um uh Selma hayek is also another one she did a tribute for him as well so yeah it's just a a sad news update to give you guys just as a way to kind of get that Get that said. Take the wind out of our sails before we can even get them going. I know. But now we have the chance to ramp them back up. I suppose. We have other things that happened today. We do. We have, we have more Disney news. So we're going to transition into our Disney thing for, <laughs> for today. The Disney thing. Disney's Mulan trailer released and it looks awesome I mean it does um, some of the changes you can obviously tell from the animated version is they found her a match they did not um, we're gonna go through the whole matchmaking process yeah like the, the trailer clearly shows it's different in the fact that they found her a match and emphasized that um, cinematography looks nice. Um, the effects look nice. I'll see it. Yeah. I'm, I'll probably see this one too. I know I'll probably go see Lion King and that's going to be my first one ever. <gasps> that comes Shocking. out later this month. I know and I'm excited. I mean, I'll go see it. I think Gambino with Simba is going to be top notch. He was a good Miles Morales Spider-Man and I think Gambino can... I think it, it. I like Gambino, so I think he'll do well. Yeah, Gambino's a solid actor. Beyonce solid. can be solid as an actress when she needs to be. I think for a voice role, she'll kill it. Sometimes live action, she's not the greatest. You don't like her as Foxy Cleopatra. That was her first <laughs> acting role. I'm giving her. I give her a pass on that one. It was her first. It was also an Austin Powers movie, which like. And not a very good Austin Powers movie. And that says a lot right. because it's an Austin Powers movie. They're not very good to begin with. Yeah, so you can only be 
so bad and so good and an Austin Powers movie at the same time. Props to him for playing four characters in that one, though. Damn. And he's, Mike Myers is a hard-working man. No wonder you he hasn't seen him anyone... movies. Other than the <laughs> voice of Shrek. <laughs> See, That's why he does but... those voices now. Yeah, because he, he learned after Cat in the Hat. I think Cat in the Hat really kind of <laughs> put him in his place where he tried to be Jim Carrey and do like live-action Seuss and then just made it so awkward. Yeah. And like that for forever burned in my mind is when like he like steps on a hoe and then he's like dirty hoe and he's like I'm sorry baby I love you and then like tries to make out with it I'm like this is for children <laughs> yeah but you know they gotta make it the adults want to watch it too and that's what made that one bad oh, sorry. <sighs> <laughs> but anyways let's talk about some controversy can we can we can we okay what you got what you got what you got I mean it's still Disney related okay are we talking so, about Ariel? Yeah, Little Mermaid casting. People mad. A lot of people are mad. I'm and mad. you don't need to be mad. I'm only mad for one reason. What reason is that? She's not a natural redhead, and that's fine. As long as her hair's red, I'll be happy. That's the that's the beauty of weaves. She's taking rolls from gingers, Nancy. She's taking the rolls from them. I mean, they don't have souls, so it's not going to bug them. So. I mean, good point, but still. <laughs> the gingers need rights, too. I'll stop. Honestly, I don't care about this. Just dye her hair red and I'm happy. I think I think it's going to be a good casting. She's, she's gorgeous. I've seen her with, like, red hair. She looks fantastic in red. And then she's going to, you know, kill it because she's a great singer. And at the I end mean, of the day... Ariel's voice is one of the most important attributes, so... Yeah. And you gotta keep in mind that, you know, my favorite franchise, when it became a live-action movie, I got Justin Chatwin as Goku and Emmy Rossum as Bulma, so let's not go there. <laughs> let's, let's not open up that Giku. wound. I got Giku. Giku. God, that movie's so horrible. In fact, I think one day you will have to watch that movie and just talk about it. Okay. It's so bad. Yeah, and especially now that like I, I'm kind of back in the whole Dragon Ball circuit again. I had taken a pit stop for a while and I've been easing myself back on and I'm kind of getting back into the wheelhouse. So education on that movie is probably important. Yeah. But so, I think that know, about what's, what's her name? Hallie Bailey? Yes, not Hallie Berry. In Hallie case Bailey. So don't get your wishful hopes up. <laughs> I wouldn't want Hallie Berry. A lot of people would. I would Maybe not. she could be Ursula. No. I would like the rapper. Melissa, it'd be... be better than Melissa McCarthy. So uh, anything would be better than, but uh, Lizzo, the rapper Lizzo. Oh, no. I think, I think she would if if this is the casting we're getting for Ariel. I think seeing Lizzo, because like I've I've watched her. I saw her Halloween costume. She really likes the idea of it. Like I think she would kill it. 
especially way better than Melissa McCarthy. Just anyone know. but her at that point. We'll see, because Disney's also all about marketing. True, and she's a pretty big name. So, but we'll so, wait and see, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I'm not going to really pass judgment on anything I've cast until I see it. How about okay. that? Like, I know they'll dye her hair red because Ariel's supposed to have red hair. It's been, at least in the Disney version, to be fair, in the original little book that this was, she was blonde. She also didn't get the prince and basically killed herself, but we won't go into that. <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk about how her her tongue was cut off and she was, like, supposed to steal, steal a part of his soul and then couldn't do it, so then she, like, threw herself in the ocean and then became seafoam? Yeah. Ta-da. <sighs> but Disney <laughs> won't make that. No, that's not protecting the brand innocence. No. Oh, so, ooh, I hit on another note that made me salty, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, we want, I'm wanting to move into something here. It's some sad news, but it's actually a couple of things that are sad if you follow these franchises and things. We're going to call this next segment a print thing. Why a print thing? Because all of these have to do with things that are printed. Oh. Thank you. I was I lost know. there for a moment. I know, right? I mean, let's give some some depth to the segment time. Um, <laughs> so the first thing I want to say is that Mad Magazine is basically dead. Um, article I've so got from CNET that I posted on the page. Um, essentially, it's going to be coming just a magazine of reprints. Um. So what's going to come out is every so often now is that it will be via subscription and direct markets. Um, it will only feature reprints of classic Mad articles and comics, and brand new, but with brand new covers. But it will still publish its annual year-end issue as well as the occasional book and special edition. So you can't buy it on newsstands anymore, and even if you subscribe to it, you're getting reprints of old stuff. Thank you, DC Comics. Woo! I love Mad Magazine. I mean, Mad, Mad Magazine is iconic. Like, you, you, see, you see that face, and you know. It's Alfred E. Newman, thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. You see Alfred E. Newman's face? And you already know what you're looking at. And like it's not like it's not parodied and mentioned through media throughout the years. Like it's a seventy years. That's old. I mean the comics alone, Spy vs. Spy is wholly based on Mad Magazine. Um parody, I mean, even without Mad Magazine, you wouldn't have your Mad TV spin-off of it for the on Fox on Fox in the late 90s, early 2000s. I had forgotten all about Mad TV until oh. right now. <laughs> I loved Mad TV. You had Miss Swan. Or, yeah, that's where Miss Swan came from. Or, it's I all can coming do it. back to me now. Let me do it. <laughs> oh, all these memories are just flooding back. Yeah. 
welcome to what the end of Mad Magazine makes you think about. Jeez. That's a whole different part of my life. So. I was such a different woman. You know, my favorite thing of Mad Magazine was Spy vs. Spy. Those comics, I still love them. Well, Spy but like, Spy vs. Spy is still, like, iconic in its own right. But without Mad Magazine, there'd be no Spy vs. Spy. I know. Just like without the next thing, there'd be no TV show by the same name. Oh, are we talking about... The Walking Walking Dead is over. The print run has ended. The story has concluded. I won't spoil it. It was good. It was well, well written. It's the ending it needed. It's the ending it deserved. Um, if you follow along, you'll have your own opinions. You can tweet them at me at, at, at the, um, for the show at, 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 at pod thing. Um, but yeah, it. Sadly, it means that the TV show will still go on because it's taken a completely different path than this has, and yay for that. Wait, The Walking Dead is still going on as a TV show? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh no, you can see how much I don't care. <laughs> the comics are, like, if you're gonna get into it, just read the just just read the books, read the comics. They're so good. They're all usually just, it's black and white. So good. Okay. It might be worth it because I know with like the TV show, it's like it's fifteen years that this book has been running, and then they sit, and then they defend, and then they they're good for a little while. It's just too repetitive. So, here's the thing: this is a surprise end for the book. Nobody actually knew it was ending. Oh, oops! But. The decision to end it so abruptly. That same day, Marvel Zombies is coming back. Marvel Zombies was written by Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead. Bro likes his zombies, I guess. So, is he... Is this going to be more than just a reboot of Marvel Zombies? So Marvel Zombies is really cool. Um, if you haven't Batman. checked it out, I really recommend it. Um, the zombies, they're just that. They're zombies. And they wreak havoc across the multiverse. And it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, zombie anything is always just... But how, how does Deadpool become a zombie? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's it's actually I actually did not this is new a newer development I haven't seen that um but like it's a virus that infects them kind of yes it's yes it makes sense it's been a while since I've actually read Marvel Zombies it's been a couple of years now but well, it's, I don't like the concept also like spin uh spun off a whole bunch of, like fan art for like DC zombies like yes. with like DC Batman and Spider uh yes Batman, uh yeah. Superman I'm sorry and. You know, the whole DC lot, too, which is the connection I make automatically is thinking Marvel Zombies and then the spinoff of DC. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting to me that The Walking Dead is over. Marvel announces this. 
coincidence. Maybe it's becoming more of a monthly book for the Marvel zombies this time. They're going to expand more upon it. I mean, after the second one, they basically destroyed the Marvel multiverse. So, see what happens. Yeah, you need more depth. You need to know. So, yeah. I mean, this is exciting, and although I am not versed in either, it's always good to shake things up a little bit. Yes. Um, it It is always good to shake things up a little bit. So, you want to talk some video games? Yes. And I have a quick aside, though, and it still falls in video game. Okay. And I want to talk about our video gamer girl troll that sold her own bathwater. And people bought it. For $30. Can I just say she is single-handedly? She is a great troll. Oh, most definitely. Like, between her Pornhub account that ended up not having anything it's outside of, like, her... PewDiePie and all she does is... Like, <laughs> it's just... It's an art form, the level of trolling that she's done. Yeah. And the fact that she sold out of her $30 a bottle bath water for Are the Thirsty Gamer Boys. sue her if they get sick? Will we see lawsuits? I mean, I hope not. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's the people on the internet... Or in a Sioux culture, bound to happen, even if it was her own stupidity, and probably because she wouldn't label like not safe for human consu- consumption. You'd hope she would, but she probably won't. <laughs> oh no, that's that's too smart for what she's doing. I will say her jar though is really cute. I like the lid. I'm not gonna buy her bath water. Yes, you are. No, the container's cute though. You know you're <laughs> a thirsty gamer boy at heart. I can't help it. There's just so many beautiful gamer girls that are only doing it to attract the nerdy boys that are super thirsty, just like me. I'm glad you you at least admit it. (laughs) So yeah, so that was just my quick little aside as we get into our video game thing. Yes, a video game thing. Where we're going to talk a little bit about Mario Maker. Because it's been out for a week. It has been. And it's been fun. There's some good level design out there. There's some horrible level design out there. Oh, I've played some god-awful levels. And co-op is so laggy. Yo, (laughs) Nintendo, drop that update so we can play with our friends. Yeah, I don't want to play with strangers. Let me play with the two friends I have. Jesus. Yeah, like, you know, let me play with Thing 1 over here that we're talking to and Thing 2 who's not on the podcast. Yeah, my two friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all I need. I don't need to try to make new ones on the internet with whoever's uh, internet connection is slowing us down so bad that we're playing a whole race game of the co-op in slow motion because, you know... That's how it's fast called bullet work. time. Get it right. He's just playing <laughs> Mario Maker on expert. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 
I just want the local pro-op. So I've... Some of the levels we both have at least played have been a lot of speedrun levels. And I am appreciating the use of coins. So thank you to creators. Yeah. Um, we will be making some levels, I think, and posting our codes up somewhere for y'all to play if you want. I'm going to channel my inner Rosso Donovan, Mario, Mario Maker, original King Level Maker. Nope, we're going to talk. Nope, because on their Super Maker Bros. 2 debut, the Super Beard Bros. called out Ross for his spot. They're coming for it. They want Gerard and the Beard Boys to have the top rating. And they called out no. Mr. Russell Donovan by name. I am going to protect that precious bean with all of my heart and soul. It's nice to see them all be friends again. Yes, I, I'm, I'm happy that After the Mario Maker's... After the drama kind of made them all friends again. Yeah, it's good to see them come back together. And that's the beauty of Mario. It does it to us all. Brings us all together. Yes. Until you play so, Mario Party and you want to kill your family. In fact, after <laughs> recording, I'm going to go play some of the beard, bearded ones levels that I saved some screenshots of on my phone. One of them looked very interesting. They were playing it on Maker Bros. And yeah, and if y'all want to send us levels, you can tweet them to us at, 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 that just sounds like I'm talking about Star Wars. At, you at. can tweet them to <laughs> us at PodBang on Twitter. Or you can shoot them to us on Facebook in a message. So we can play them. We'll play them, and we'll rate them, and maybe we'll leave some art. I love leaving art, but is it art? You have to send it. I'll have to ask the art decider. Yes, we need our Twitter art decider to decide if my art is in fact art. So, I have one last... Well, actually, is there anything else about Mario Maker you, you want to say? I want to say that I... Just just coming from myself, because you, you've seen my platforming levels in yes. various ways now. <laughs> and I, for the life of me, don't understand why I can do the quick speed speed run ones far better than a normal ass level. <laughs> it's kind of like watching you play that the uh, play watch you want to be the guy. Oh yeah, I don't have patience for it. And that's so why those, and that's why you have a hard time with normal levels. You don't follow the mantra. I want to go fast like Sonic. I don't want to be a tight boy and take my time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a rebel. Anyway, without a call. shoot those levels to us, please. Um, I want something to play. Yeah, make them fun. Like, I'll make them impossible. <laughs> I mean, they're but, always going to be possible. I mean, otherwise you have you can upload them. I know, I know the rules of Mario Maker. Yeah, but I'm anyway. just a wee little lass trying out Mario platforming skills. First time, yeah. it's my first time. Please don't tease me. Yep. Bonus props <laughs> if you make them in the Super Mario World style for me. That'd be awesome. That's the best format. So Probably. one more thing in video game news. All right, what you got? So Epic is refunding Shenmue 3 backers who are upset by the game's move to the Epic Game Store. And there's a, I wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons, and we're going to spend a minute on this. Um, okay. So this game was funded on Kickstarter. 
Um, obviously, it's the third game in the Shenmue series. They're they're interesting games. I haven't personally played them. Um, but so it's fun on Kickstarter. If you funded it back at a certain level, you got a Steam key for the game. Game was going to come out on Steam, and then in a surprise switch, Epic offered them a buttload of money, and they got a year exclusive for the game. And all of those backers cannot get their games now because it's they can't get them on Steam for a year. That's so, so cheap. Good on Epic for refunding the game, but why can't one? Why can't they honor the backers and give them a key for it? Right. It's not like video game companies don't give out keys to all types of influencers to play the game before it comes out to then have like the videos ready for us to ingest the day that it launches. So it's not like that's not something that's not possible. You know, and thing number the second, on the developer, why aren't you giving them back their money? You're the why one that did this. I'm not, it's not Epic's fault that you switched. You took you the money. You signed an agreement, yeah. You alienated your buyers. This is not a good, this is not good for the industry. It's good for competition. It's going to make Steam want to offer things to get people to be exclusive, and it's going to maybe help help that. But doing moves like this that actually hurt the gamers because of the money grab, that's a bad thing. Yeah, Props to Epic for refunding the backers that want their money back. And I guarantee those backers will not be buying this game. Oh no, they've been burned. Like They and were so ready to support it from the beginning, and then like, they basically get slapped in the face. I don't blame them. I would not be surprised if this game tanked because of it. If you know, it may get great ratings, but I bet it's gonna sell like shit. Oh yeah, because people are gonna be mad. That's the beauty of the internet. Like it moves on quickly, but stuff like this, the gaming community's not gonna forget about this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, so see, they've discussed offering the Steams on the keys on the day of release. However, coordination with the sales policies of the involved companies was untenable. So essentially because they're on Epic, Steam's like, no, you're not releasing on us. We're not going to give people keys for it. Can't be mad at Steam for saying that. No, because they got, you know, they're they not were having access to the game. So you can get either. F- you can- so the post goes on to offer either physical product or digital game codes for Shenmue 3 via the Epic's Game Store or on PlayStation 4. If that's not sufficient, developers will give their money back. So, you know, the developer will do that. But it's still, I don't think I it's feel like I, I don't think so either. I mean, it's a good move for Epic because they get that, you know, exclusivity. And I mean, to be honest, at the end of the day, bad press is still press. And people are going to talk about it. That's extra advertising revenue. And more people are going to know about it. I mean, here we are talking about it, too. Even if it sucks. Yeah. And I feel like the my personal opinion is that the developers should have just stuck with the Kickstarter people. Because if you look at all like the beloved indie games that have like blown up because of Kickstarter. And like like they, they're able to move on, but they I feel like they jumped the gun on this one. They should have released so. it on Steam. And let, you know, stay true to their word, showed that they were, you know, honorable and like someone that you want to give your money to. 
and then sell to Epic Games after whatever had happened. So either they don't have faith in their own product, so that way they ran to a large corporation to protect their butts, or they're they're spineless and just wanted the better deal, or maybe a combination. I have a lot of feelings. Money money makes the world go round, I suppose, but we'll see what happens on this. I'll track this and see how the game actually sells when it releases, but it's just, I don't think it's a good look for the industry. No. So, this brings us to our last thing to talk about. Ooh, my favorite part of the podcast. Let's, so, we have a PSA, but our PSA is actually a segment of its own today. Yes, today's PSA is segment PSA. It's a segment we're going to dub a sports thing. It's not every day that sports and, you know, us can cross over. (laughs) And it happens to be something that involves my favorite sport and bad money decisions and a very happy holiday to baseball fans. So July 1st passed recently, and July 1st is Bobby Bonilla Day. And what is Bobby Bonilla Day, Corey? Bobby Bonilla Day is the day when the New York Mets pay Bobby Bonilla $1.19 million. Every single year? From 2011 until 2035. Damn. What what can you do with that kind of money? So here's the story behind Bobby Bonilla Day. So obviously, Bobby Bonilla was a baseball player. He played for the Mets, and I think his last game with the Mets was in 1999. Oh. Keep that in mind. He hasn't played in a long time now, all right? So his agent was able to kind of get this deal going. So in 2000, um, so the Mets owed Bobby Bonilla about $5.9 million they didn't want him anymore. They wanted to cut him. So to get him off, what they did was they negotiated with his agent to attach an 8% annual interest rate to the $5.9 million that was owed to him with the clock starting in 2000. So that adds up to about $29.8 million, Okay? The Jesus. first installment of the payout come, came on July 1st, 2011. The sixth installment was this year. So, why would the Mets do something so stupid? Bernie Madoff. (laughs) So, the owners of the Mets at the time had the Wilpons, the owners of the Mets at the time, had a bunch of their money tied up with investor Bernie Madoff. Madoff was saying he was returning 12 to 15% a year on those investments, which we now, of course, know are are fictional. He was busted. He's in jail. Big Ponzi scheme. So they didn't think, hey, deferring this money out to X year is going to matter because we're getting crazy percentages back. We have so much extra money. Well, they obviously didn't. Cents on the dollar. (laughs) Yeah, so since they didn't, this is what ended up happening. So they basically, because they didn't have to pay him that money that year, gave them money to acquire some free agents and make some trades and make it to the World Series in the year 2000. Bobby Bonilla 
makes a million dollars, makes almost $2 million a year for being retired. That's the best retirement plan ever. Like, straight up, that is the best retirement plan ever. So the reason I actually brought it in as a thing to bring talk about on the podcast is not only is it a PSA, but it's a very nerdy detail. If you are a baseball nerd like I am, it's just one of those nerdy details of the game, you know, of just bad business decisions to try to get ahead now. And in the end, the Mets are out $1.19 million every July. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And I'm definitely, I mean, I'm not mad because I'm not a Mets fan. <laughs> Same. I'm not either. Now, so, the re- now, fun fact, you know who they acquired with that money they were able to save? Hmm. Mike Hampton of the Astros. <gasps> Astros. Yeah, it was Mike Hampton. Wow. You'll understand. Well, I will. I got I got plenty of baseball learning to still do, so it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that leads me into my PSA. If ever the opportunity, um, it's my PSA, not Miss Nancy's. Hey, my I'll, PSA I'll of the day. Is... Well, I'll let you take this for for the day. Yeah, my PSA of the day. If there's ever that the opportunity prevents it, presents itself. Be a Bobby Bonilla. And I guess I can say... Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you can't it's... deny. If you get offered no. just to... Like, if somebody came up... If you were at work right now and your boss came up and said, Hey, we're going to pay you X amount of money a year for 25 years. But it starts in 10 years. But the deal is you don't work here anymore today. Would you take it? Oh, 100%. I go take like a dumb job somewhere. Right. And then once the payouts start coming, that's it. I'm good. Yeah. If the opportunity ever prevents itself, be a Bobby Bonilla. PSA. <laughs>